you know, I was on Facebook or Twitter the other day, or X or whatever it's called, you know, one of the billionaires, uh, mind think control networks that everybody buys into and which spy agencies love because they can control and manipulate lots of people and people don't even know they're being controlled and manipulated. That's the interesting thing. But anyway, so I'm on there and uh, the, the, the former president of the United States, his son is talking about China and how it's communism. Uh, and I just sort of laugh, like what's in a name? Like you go over there, it's capitalism 24 seven. It is fucking producing every good out there thousands, tens of thousands of people are taking flights all over the world because they're so wealthy. And it's this interesting propaganda where, you know, in Canada, I can't afford to fly. Even my whole life, I've never said, man, I'm just going to rip off to wherever. I mean, except Nepal, because that's, it's a different formula. If I can go there for a month or two, it costs me the same amount of money as being in Canada for a month or two. And I have an amazing experience. But like just taking a flight, I mean, that's always been like, holy shit, that's like a thousand dollars. But, but every time in the media, and, and, and weirdly, the president's son, you want us to think that people over there are somehow poor or different. And yet they're the most like aggressive capitalists, you know, pollute any river, any air source, kill any guy in a mine, people on the planet to produce the shit that you don't need, really. So take a look at the, what the media is doing to you when they show you imagery around the, the world because they want you to think that there's still a guy in a straw hat riding a bike in China when really they're driving around the the most sophisticated EVs in the world. It's the weirdest thing. It's like the media, the billionaire-owned media, which is all media, all social media, want you to think that you're doing good when really, I mean, you're just a worker just like the rest of us, right? And, and so I, I'm not sure what the objective was of the, the, president, the president's son because again, what's in, what's in a name? Like, I don't, I don't understand that. You know, there's all these billionaires, they're Chinese with Ferraris. Is that communism? I don't, I don't know. Is it? All I know is whatever you call our system in Canada means that people die in our streets because they don't have housing and food. All the time, thousands, thousands of fucking people. So whatever that system is, you you can give it whatever name you want. I don't care. So I went over to China one time. I had no expectations. I just thought, hey, we're on our way to Nepal. Let's stop in in China. Visit a friend who's a teacher in Shanghai. Okay, great. And it was awesome. It was like, I mean, I haven't even been to New York. But it was the feeling of, man, this is the next global superpower city. This is something else. And, I, you know, personally, I think one of the best social programs for Canada and a world like Canada is a free flight when you're young to some country where people don't look like you and they don't come from a background like you. Just, you know, just get you out of white Canada, white North America, go over there and be like, holy shit, this is kind of awesome. Yeah, 
It is. Like I had this cousin who spun the globe and his and his finger landed on and they were 19, he and his buddy. They're like wherever our finger lands on the globe, that's what we're, that's where we'll go. <laughs> so landed on Israel. So they took off for Israel and they had a great time. They didn't know where they were going. I mean, that's a hilarious story. And actually that guy's story is just the best life story ever, kind of. Some puts and takes, but But now he sort of ironically got into the same kind of thing I used to do before I find myself every day buying a hot dog at Costco, you know, organic food. It's nice to feel connected to your food supply, like, you know, that thing that gives you life, that if you don't have, it it takes it away, that we have totally undervalued. Like in the 70s, I think it was the 70s or 60s or maybe sometime before that. Literally three quarters of your income went towards food at some point in humanity, right? Like three quarters of your utility went towards food. And now it's like 20%. This was the this was a grandmaster plan of some think tank in the US. What we'll do is we'll crush the price of food down through mass industrialization. Well, at the same time, you stole a place for the bees to live and the deer to live. And, you know, like take a look at the patchwork quilt of fields across Iowa that produce one crop or Saskatchewan or and like <clears throat> it doesn't have to be all like that 20% of it could be natural do you know what I mean like it doesn't this is the thing about humans you don't have to do a hundred percent of the same thing 20% of it could be rewilded to bring back that natural flora and fauna or you know whatever animals and birds and plants are called Meanwhile, though, they'll say, no, no, we have to remain competitive. This is the number one propaganda expression of every politician in the so-called Western world. We have to remain competitive. No, we don't. Just get rid of the trade agreement. Then we don't have to be competitive with anybody. We can do anything we want in our own country, except the globalists are in charge, right? They're in charge outsourcing man jobs to other countries. Well, I guess the women, what they care about is, you know, be nice and attend that parade and wear that color. You know, to be a total asshole, which, you know, I guess I am or whatever. As I go to court for doing nothing wrong ever to my ex-wife and my son. Nothing wrong ever. But I'm going to court where I might end up in fucking jail and die because of the lies of this shithole city. Think about that. Thousands of fucking lies by retards and their spies. That have done like the the most egregious atrocity towards me. Atrocities for decades. And yet I might be the one that dies over it. Well, that's sort of ironic in some way. I don't know if that's the meaning of the word irony, but, you know, ask Alanis Morissette. I don't know. You know, so I go to Ultimate Frisbee and I have, I have people in my life that I don't know what they're trying to do. 
you know, like, it seems like they're trying to tell me what a woman is or, and I, I don't know, like, I'm talking about fishing with some guy. And I'm like, hey, man, do you know any good spots on the island? He's like, well, my, my partner does. She, she works. Okay, great. Is she around? Like, let's talk about the fishing. You know, were you, and this isn't my first rodeo, were you trying to, like, convince me that women are anglers and that, therefore, because I angle, I should be a woman when I'm, you know, obviously a straight man? Like, because this isn't, again, this is like the millionth time someone said some weird reference like that. And I'm like, you know, are you aware that my family, the women in my family fish? In my whole life growing up, the men and the women fished, and it's no big fucking deal. Like, if you want to be an angler, be an angler. I don't I don't care what you have between your fucking legs. If you want to be a professional, be a professional. I don't care how you fuck, who you fuck. I know I'm a straight white male. That's pretty fucking obvious to everybody on planet Earth. You know, if you want to talk about whatever with me, fine. I can talk about it. Because I've been around men and women my whole life to do all sorts of interesting shit. Regardless of what's between their fucking legs. But but interestingly, you're telling me that, and this is the message I'm getting, that somehow I'm sexist? Well, (laughs) you're the one obsessed with your labels. You're the one doing the thing where you divide people and say this is a that attribute and this is a this attribute. I'm not fucking doing that. somebody trying to put me in some fucking box for 20 years okay for 20 fucking years and i don't know what it is you know they crushed my career in business finance i don't know if they were trying to make me gay i don't know if they were trying to make me uh black i don't know if they were trying to make me uh you know i don't know all i know is they're trying to fucking kill me And I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. So I've recently tried to reach out to the Federal Bureau of Investigation, by recently, like in the last couple of weeks, of the United States of America, one of the most powerful countries on earth. I have, in a roundabout way, requested their assistance because a fucking serial killer has hunted me for two decades on Canadian soil. Okay? Because Canada is so fucking mental and their so-called police are the biggest cunts on the earth who can't get fucking anything done don't give a shit who you are won't listen to you for 30 fucking seconds And this is the best part. You're going to love this. You're going to love this. 
If I'm going to take somebody out, like when I come back, you know, to earth as a multi-billionaire, I'm never going to go to jail. Here's how. I'm going to hire private security. If I do something wrong, I'm going to hire private security to totally psychologically destroy the person who, you know, is sort of against me or whoever I wronged, right? I am going to obliterate them based on what I know now about how you can murder somebody in their phone, in their personal life, how you can plant lies and bullshit about them all over the world, all over the fucking world. How you can front run them and everything they want to do in their life. Oh my God. That's what I'll do. Because there's a two-tier justice system. There's regular people that work and don't, you know, really have money to mount any sort of defense or prosecution because you don't. You know, are you going to mortgage the house 500000 to try and mount something? Well, the other guy's got $10 billion. So they're just going to drag it out year after year after fucking year until you're done. So good luck with your half a million. That's how the justice system works. They can buy off anyone. They can harm anyone. They can do whatever the fuck they want. They can brief the judge over the weekend, you know? Maybe send a CD-ROM, a USB stick of some video or data to the judge's wife and say, hey, you gotta get this in front of, because you know, they're part of the same golf club or the same yoga studio or the same fucking church or whatever it is, right? Behind the scenes, nothing legitimate about it. No one gives a fuck about the affidavit in Victoria, BC. It's just, you know, who you're fucking or how you're fucking or how you can get the bullshit data to this person or that person. All fucking lies and bullshit to completely destroy a family and and destroy Canadian democracy, which is what's happened. But you think I won't shut that fucking system down tomorrow if somebody puts me in charge of the BC government after I get the 10 billion and after I do what I need to do with it, which I know what I need to do with it. And it's got nothing to do with what you fucking think I need to do with it. I'll shut down the entire fucking justice system. Everybody, everything, whatever that budget is, and I've never worked on that budget, it goes to fucking zero. Every courtroom, nothing happening. I'll tear the fucking police act up tomorrow. You think you have a problem in Surrey? Ooh, RCMP versus Surrey Municipal Force? How about zero police? I'm going to put a fucking gun factory in downtown Vancouver. I'm going to train every man and woman on handguns and knives. And then when someone manufactures, sets up a cunt factory like Saanich has and starts pumping out these little cunts in high school, they go on to kill Rena Verk and Daria Demaz. When they set up the fucking cunt factory, you'll have the ability to shut that fucking cunt factory down. Does that make sense to everybody? Because here's what I've learned. The police don't give a fuck about you unless you're a billionaire or some little old lady who's fucking some powerful dude. They don't care about you. They drive around and fuck with people all day long, every day. They, they continually enter into this fucking war against poor people, homeless people. Over and over, they continue the fucking war. 
until one of those guys snaps and some bad shit happens and then the war starts again. And the new person comes in, the new police officer, they're all shiny behind the ears. Three years later, they're in the fucking war. They're like, fuck this. There's a war on. Yeah, I didn't know about that. Until police officers murdered my fucking life for no known reason. So do I think that every Canadian should be trained in weapons? Yeah, I do. Because as far as I'm concerned, the deal was this. Men give up the right to sort of fight for their families in defense, expecting that the police do their fucking job and the justice system does its fucking job. And I can tell you, none of these systems are doing their fucking jobs. So why the fuck would I as a man give up that right? Fuck that. And then little Antifa, you know, bitch says, oh, well, he's right wing. No, I am fucking left wing. Based on what I think that is. Universal health care, free education, guaranteed right to a pension. You know, these there's guys working in construction now that build this shit that saves your fucking life called a house. In Canada, that saves your fucking life if, you know, someone around the world hears this. And one day, they might not have a pension. Why? Maybe that's the number one word every Canadian should be asking themselves. Why? 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 